you're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions 8, the Google Ads Agency. With the little, the new and improved John. The backup John. The backup John. Yeah, John is on a, a much needed and well-deserved vacation. And Costum's terrified of taking these calls alone. So I dropped a link into the strategy team and said, fellas, help me. And Usama, so far, you're the only one brave enough to step up to the plate. I tried guilting everybody so far. It doesn't seem like it's working. They're coming. Don't worry. I have faith in them. I'm excited. You're seeing this, y'all better show up. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a good one. So uh, as always, uh, thank you to everybody who's showing up. I see a Facebook user says, hello. Dave Fogel, hey, boys. If you want to ask questions in the live Q&A, you got to jump into, into the tube. So jump into YouTube, and uh, I'm going to be pulling our questions from the YouTube chat. Yeah. Which I'm excited about. There we are. I was just waiting for YouTube to queue it up. Yeah, we've got some new members. We've got Tommy Dukas now. Sorry, Tommy, if I mispronounced that. Hey, Tommy. Tommy's here. And then we've got uh, Brett Nelson. Thanks for joining. Appreciate you. Uh, Theodore's here. Nice to see you. Uh, I just applied to get on the beta for negative keywords for Pmax. No way, Dave. Where did you do that? Where does that exist? Is that a sign up? John, what up, John? John Ray. Yeah, Dave. Can you John. send us a screenshot of where that beta exists? Because we were told by Google that everybody was going to get it. And then we were told by Google that nobody's going to get it. So now nobody knows what to believe, which is super, super frustrating. Michael, what up, Michael? Steve? Oh, my Google rep. Yeah. Well, well, we'll see you then, Dave. Arms of Andes is here. What up, Arms of Andes? Brett Nelson, customer list doesn't work in Pmax. Really? What didn't work about it, Brett Nelson? Could you not upload it? Oh, it might be a... Uh what do you call it? Spend issue. If you have a new account and I think there's like a $50,000 spend uh, threshold, you got to close. They removed the spend threshold, didn't they? They didn't. They said they did it, but like a lot of the times you can, and it's usually because of the spend threshold. That's so frustrating. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Brett Nelson, do you, have you reached $50,000 in lifetime spend? It's lifetime, right? It's not per annum? Uh, yes. I'm going to go with yes. All right. I'm going to shout out our new members real quick. Uh, Brett Nelson. Uh, Tommy Duke Snow. I'm sorry, I'm saying that wrong. Tommy Casey Snow, Vuviet on, uh, Y David 74, uh, Ian Pujols, Carp and Ianacue, Nick Dave Virgilio, Shawshank Chowdhury, Nick Hammond, Client Dispute Management. You scare me a little bit, but I'm glad you're here. Max Vanders, Abir Sayed, Chris Horridge, Leo number 26, and everybody else is, uh, has been around. So appreciate y'all being here. Stop dropping your questions into, start dropping your questions into chat. Usama, just so y'all know, is uh, is one of our longest tenured strategists. He's here to answer your questions. Justin just signed up to be a good person, by the way. Thank you, Justin. So Usama, we're gonna start taking him away. Let's do it. Uh, Brett Nelson says, upload works, but it won't take it. It's been there a while. Yeah, it, it's usually a spend issue where you can upload the customer list onto Google. And it's big enough, but just for, because I guess the spend limit, you can't use it as an audience signal in your PMAX campaign, which is weird. That is really weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's super weird. Um, 
that's also really frustrating because Google came out and said officially that they've lifted all the spend thresholds. So the fact that it hasn't been lifted, I think, I almost wonder if you can ascend that through support because that feels like something that just shouldn't be there. It's worth a shot. Dave Fogel said that his Google account rep said, try using negative uh, on the account level. A negative uh, application on the account level doesn't work in Pmax, at least not to my knowledge, if anybody else has tried it. Uh, who's this? F.A.'s here. Check this out. Now it's a yeah. party. There we go. What up? My melting worked. There we go. Caitlin, I know you're watching this on car. I know you too. Where are you guys at? Yeah. They're running scared. It's live. We all live. Yeah. Caden just goes, the last video you were under a red light, like you were evolving Pokemon. <laughs> I'm evolved. That's so funny. Ryan Huron just joined a, a, to be a great person. Thank you, Ryan. Um, and Dave Fogel goes, John looks different today. Did he grow? His <laughs> All right. So we got a question from Justin here. How do I fix my conversion tracking for e-commerce and Pmax to only show purchase value in columns? Currently it's showing 80% conversion rates and inflating everything by counting ATC, et cetera. So can I take this or who wants to take it? Take it. All right. So there's a couple of ways to do this. And we recorded a video on this a couple of days ago, me and Gossam too. Google just recently started, I guess, handing out us the regular columns that we used to have earlier, which is convergence, cost per conversion, uh, conversion value divided by cost, which was set to basically whatever conversion action you are tracking. So if you don't have that, if you have that, sorry, you can just use those, which you're gonna have to check. And if you don't have that, the easiest way that we kind of do for accounts that don't have that right now is we literally go in and delete all the other conversion actions, which is like a temporary fix. So yeah. the only conversion action you have. Yeah, way, I'm sorry, yeah. John, but then like, if you don't want yeah, to uh, remove all of the conversions, you can just kill the conversion value. That way you can count every conversion, every other conversions and see the only the uh, purchase value. Yeah. The only drawback of killing the conversion value for the other conversion is that your number of conversion number will be inaccurate, but your cost per con uh, but your conversion value over basically your ROAS would be. <laughs> and so you guys bat me down if you disagree with this, but I'm afraid of killing all conversions or ancillary conversions. Cause even though now Google has come out and said secondary conversions aren't used for optimization. I don't buy that. I think secondary conversions are used for optimization. Otherwise, why would they have them? Google needs predictive indications of intent. So if you kill all secondary conversions, you're killing Google's ability to kind of see who would buy from you in the future. So. All of our accounts currently, before we got those new columns, which has literally been like, what, a week so far, have been running without any of the secondary conversion actions because it was the only way we could measure the performance effectively. So all the results we've been seeing have been only with one conversion action, which was purchase. Mm. Dave Fogel was Cosmo doesn't buy anything that Google says. That's Don't true. Trust anything Google says. Hey, my boy Warren is here. So Octonation, first of all, Warren, thank you for the tip. Really appreciate you. This dude's an assassin. He's, he's flown around by Zuckerberg and Facebook to teach other people how to run uh, membership uh, communities. Um, absolute brilliant, brilliant marketer. I'm super flattered that you'd be here, buddy. Thank you. Uh, so Justin's question, um, we answered more or less. Justin, let us know if that satiates your desire or if there's more to dig into there. Uh, I've got Khalid. Google ad account isn't is always over-reporting in purchase amount and the number of conversions. I troubleshoot it. The account has one goal, which is purchase, and counts it only in all conversion KPI. Wait, say that again. 
Where do you where do you read the questions? I pull up um, live. Hold on, I'll drop it into uh, I'll drop it into Slack. I pull up Google Live and I read them from there because okay. Restream's uh, chat function sucks. Encore's here. So fun, hey, buddy. Guys, are we live? Yeah, we're, we're live. live. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say anything stupid. <laughs> Pretend you're smart. Yeah, so I just dropped the, the link to live, and then I'm going to drop Khalid's question into Slack, guys. You guys, let's tackle this one. Oh, so I think it's the issue we had on card with the most recent one. And the question I have for you, Khalid, is um, where are you sending people to track their orders? Because if you're sending people to the thank you page every single time, which is one, which is an account we had. Oh, you're um, people were going to the thank you page to track their order. And every time it would just replicate, it would count it as an order. So you had one conversion, which was like $2,000, but because they visited five times, the conversion value was like 10 grand or something. We ran into it, that once with smart shopping where the, the we thank ran into that with, page. Yeah. We ran into that with a very recent account. So. You can either send them to a completely separate page for tracking, or you can change the settings on your conversion action to just track the first one. First conversion. But if but you change one to every, yeah. or if you change every one and you have repeat purchases, then it's not going to count that repeat purchase. Yeah, purchase. you'll yeah, miss that repeat that. purchase. Uh, Khalid says, no, I have a code to prevent that already. No duplication on the thank you page. Yeah. So actually it's not, uh, wait, I'm hearing guys. Sorry. So. Actually, it's not uh, changing every conversion to one. We just add a code, which is if first time assist and end if. So with that code, it will prevent uh, that conversion tra uh, conversion tag to fire again. So it will just fire once, uh, once the transaction happened. If the customer clicks on reload or something, then it will not fire. So that's how we prevent duplicate conversion conversion value tracking. And what was that code again on car? You said it was specific. It was if, if first time assist. Okay. If first time assist, mm -hmm. do we have a Got link it. to that somewhere? You can send. Yeah. Khalid, we'll try to drop that in the chat for you. Yeah. If you can find it on car. Arms of Andes. What's the best way to read the metrics from our listing groups? I feel like in order, right? They give you the, the efficacy of the new audience, uh, according to impact, it's like 33X, 20X, 15X. And then you take that new audience and you create a new asset group. Wait, wasn't his question how to analyze listing groups? Yeah. What's the best way to read the metrics from our listing groups? Uh, oh, I'm thinking of insights. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So who wants to go? Okay. Like, what is the more market? important? Like we check cost, uh, click through rates, conversions, conversion ratio, and ROAS, ROAS actually. Um, if you want to know like how to optimize, you can always like, uh, create a filter and like products that have over 100 clicks. And you can also like descend by, uh, ROAS and you can, um, remove the ones that are not hitting your goal. And you have to check that sometimes Google, when it sees a light, let's say you have spent $1,000 in a week, you can see that, um, only one or two of the products like, um, get 90% of the budget and just give 10% to the other ones. You, 
you should also check that one. That's the question. We need like a infographic there, like the high performance max data, you know, like the first most important key performance indicator specifically for e-com and then it cascades down. Yeah, it's kind of hard to do right now because you don't know how much influence the shopping campaigns and the search campaigns or the just the overall funnel has on the whole purchase. Because you might have, you might end up killing a product that was getting hit by sh the shopping network, but was converting on the search. So the listing group never got the conversion or it might've gone through shopping search and then converted on display. So search and shopping didn't get that data, but display was the one that converted it. So it's like, a, it's a very risky move mm. removing anything because you don't know how badly it's going to influence your results or your campaign. You got to be very careful. Yeah. Arms of Andes, we're not trying to dance around this one. What you're asking is, is a little tough. It's kind of like, Hey, how do you run Google ads? Uh, it's very open-ended. Like once you run performance max, the data that you see is going to indicate your next move, but then it really depends on what data you're seeing and why. Um, and then your next question, how do we apply to get on the negative keyword list for PMAX? Uh, Dave says he went through his Google rep. I'd be real careful with your Google reps because they're all liars. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Google again. Yeah. God bless them. Uh, and they don't know that they're lying. They don't know that, but they're fed misinformation. But if you have a Google rep, maybe see if they can get you on the negative keyword beta. Uh, we were the most recent story we have from the higher end team at Google is that there is no negative keyword beta and they're not going to give it to us. So maybe that story just changed. Um, Tommy says we ran a PMAX for over a month and suddenly it spent 80% of its budget in an hour with no result. It did the same on the day uh, reset right after midnight and we shut it off. Have you seen that before? Yikes. Have we seen that before? Crazy budget spend. And then all of a sudden, and then doing, yeah, it might just be dynamic prospecting at that point. Can you, did you check your CPCs during that time? Actually, no. Actually it happens with mm -hmm. all of our PMAX campaign. So on the first day or second day, it, it jumps and, and then it starts to die off. So that's when you should add more asset groups or, or more, add more audit signal to your asset groups. So first it's, it's just go wild. It, it tries to, uh, target each and every audience that you put in there. And then it, it, uh, it segregates. So I, I tried this audience signal. It doesn't work. So let's not target that. I tried this. So that's why in the first two days, you will see a jump in, in mm. cost, conversion, clicks, impressions and all that. Then then it will start to analyze each and every audience signal. And then it will stop spending. Uh, not stop spending. It will stop spending on uh, audience signal, which it thinks that it can't get a conversion on that. Yeah. So what I'm hearing on cars, it goes two inches deep, but a mile wide. Mm -hmm. figures out what's working and then starts to drill. Yep. Now, Tommy followed up and said the, tr the traffic spike looks like a bot. Here's what's crazy, Tommy, is we're seeing an insane amount of bot traffic in performance max, especially for lead generation. Yeah. Like, in, it, it feels like all of Google's traffic is bots now. Um, so I don't think what you're saying is it feels off base at all. Uh, what's weird, though, is because PMAX is goal-oriented, I would assume that it would stop bot traffic if it's not accomplishing your goal. So is... Are you getting a bunch of false leads is what I'm saying? Because if you're getting false positives, Google's going to keep giving you more and more of those. Uh, John told us the new gold standard for all lead generation is 15 fields per form. 
So if a client doesn't have 15 fields in a form, we're not going to run their people. Now, you know, if you're at 12, that's fine. But most of us are at three or four. And that's what stops the bot traffic because the fields tend up being far more specific. And then if the bot traffic isn't converting, then Google stops sending you more bot traffic. But I'm convinced now that Google has a, a real strong inability to identify bot traffic. And Tommy said- What is the industry? Like, uh, oh, if you down, like, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm talking about oh, industry. If you don't have like a decent search volume, if there is no demand for it, maybe Google is not seeing, like if people are not searching, I'm not going to show it for search. I'm not going to, I couldn't show it for shopping. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to try to create demand. So I'm going to abuse GDN I'm, and I'm going to abuse YouTube. So like if it's crop tops, for example, like you cannot spend all of your, I, I'm not sure about your budget, but you cannot spend all of your budget on search and shopping right away. Yeah, that's really well said. Yeah. Tommy I think FA is correct oh, because I've tried performance max on four or five Legion accounts and it's working on, uh, like. It doesn't work on like four because of what traffic, like I, I was getting what traffic because there was no one searching for that service. So yeah, performance max was going display discovery, YouTube and everything. Uh, but for one account where we are spending like hundred K, uh, it's a basement waterproofing company, their SEO is good. So their DSA is working. So I think their performance max is focusing on search rather than going display discovery and YouTube. Mm. So we are getting good results uh, in the Pmax campaign. Can we force search by running search campaigns so Performance Max wants to steal from our search campaigns? Yeah, Sama came up with it. The, origin, the original ideas belong to Sama. Uh, he's running supplemented DSAs with it. But you have to be patient when you first launch Performance Max. So it has all seven channels and it starts wild. Like we have a client that likes selling um, sample music library loops stuff like this and the first search themes that we saw is like listen mariachi or download mariachi but why we gave it like a week and after that we see like decent like uh mariachi sample loops drum uh music library for music production stuff like this but when you first started you have to be patient you have to understand it's going to start wild mm. dan rosette asks is it realistic to spend a million dollars per month on pmax only and have six to 10 ROAS. Yeah, we are doing that. Well, I mean, we've got a couple of clients that are crushing it. The problem is, is yeah. that it depends, it depends on your industry. If you're selling cell phone cases, probably not. But if you're selling something that's like hyper-specific and, you know, has quite a bit in the way of value and a strong AOV, the thing that I'm seeing with PMAX dying, I just got off the phone with a client earlier this week who was really upset about his lack of performance. He had like a $27 AOV. It's just, there's no way to pay for traffic there. Traffic's getting so much more expensive. Yeah. And you have to pay for that visibility. So I need to know more about your business, Dan. Any other input, guys? That, that's exactly what we were talking about earlier. up, And the average order value that people tend to stick around for their e-com brand is usually like 20 to 30 bucks. When realistically, you should be aiming for like, in my opinion, 60 to 70 plus. Yeah. Especially with the cost. Dude, big agencies don't take you if you're sub $80 AOV. Yeah. Um, sorry to be a vent sitter there, Dan. We need to know a little bit more. Uh, Khalid says, is search lost impression share by rank the only KPI to look for when telling if your search brand is doing well or not? When telling if your search brand is doing well or not? Does it mean brand campaign? 
Yeah, Khalid, do you mean brand campaign? And if so, I would imagine that you you can still bank on conversions from your brand campaign. So search slash impression share is it's a predictive indication, but mm. the final KPI is going to be conversion or conversion value, depending on what you're optimizing for. Yep. Conversion rate, click share. Dave made a point about our fix earlier that we're telling Google that your conversions are worthless if you remove conversion <laughs> values. Um, and and I, I'm going to fight you on that, Dave. I'm, I don't think you're telling Google that your conversions are worthless. I think you're telling Google that all conversions are created equal. So it goes from, it, it you move to binary. It, you know, it's like a zero or one, which in some instances is to your benefit. You know, hey, you won or you lost. Um, depends on the business, obviously. Uh, Steve, John has said minimum budget for Pmax is $100 a day. So if your budget doesn't support $100 a day and Pmax is not an option, what's the next best option for e-com? That's a good question. Great. Max, so I was reading uh, that there will be a campaign called as Performance Max Retail. I don't know how true that is. I haven't heard that. But yeah. Max Retail? Yes. So it will... So I think in next few weeks, uh, Google will start recommending people to upgrade uh, their smart shopping campaign to Performance Max. And that Performance Max campaign will be called as, uh, like Google called that Performance Max Retail. Oh, so it's just all the smart shopping campaigns that have been bastardized into Performance mm -hmm. Max campaigns. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know that we'd recommend that though. I, I don't anticipate those performing. I'm going to say DSA. Somebody fight me on that. If you had a low budget, I actually have a client that's running on low budget. That screenshot I sent in our chat this morning is a guy running at $45 a day, but it also heavily varies on industry, the products you're selling and what you're, and basically what you're selling kind of situation. That was the $13 cost for conversion with an 18.3 conversion value over cost. Yeah. And he just took off in the last two days too. So it wasn't. I'm going to share this just so people can say it. F.A., you had something to, to, something to add? So this is what well, I want to add something. Like I, I know John said minimum budget for PMX is $100 a day, but he also says the minimum budget for smart shopping is also $100 a day. So it's not a question for what should you run uh, instead of performance max. We as an agency, like we tell people, our clients that we need $100 a day to show you decent data so you can judge our performance. Like if you give us $20 by the end of like the 90 days, we're not going to have enough data to show you. So that's why John said $100. If you don't have anything else and you have limited sources, you can of course start your performance max with even like $50, $40. Like we don't recommend it as a budget to our client. But it's hard I to think... pay for an agency if you're not spending at least $100 a day. But if you're not spending on an agency, you could run it less than $100 a day. Ankur, you have something to add there? Uh, yes. So if you don't want to run Performance Max or you don't have the budget, you can go with standard shopping. Instead, but the CPCs are so high, right? Like, Yeah. But... I guess it depends on the industry. You have to start with that. So it's... You have to see your search terms inside of standard shopping campaign so that you can start smart shopping with confidence. Mm. If you're like getting unrelevant search terms in uh, standard shopping, there is no reason to go smart shopping. So test it out, see what you're uh, getting, then get automated stuff. Okay. And I guess to Unkar's point, standard shopping at least keeps you very focused. So you know you don't have irrelevant spend. Yeah. Uh, Steve says it, a natural health supplement brand, 22 SKUs, AOV is $63. 
Steve, do you have a good lifetime value? Are people coming back? Um, because if so, then there, I think you could be cooking with something. If not, then that's gonna, I think supplements, especially because you're gonna have so many freaking disapprovals. Uh, that one could be tough. Supplements, it's hard in general. Yeah. What, how many supplement brands do we have? 25 now? Something crazy? Too many. It's that one <laughs> video I shot that it, because nobody else will take them. I'm really sorry, guys. Uh, Ryan says, great day to be great. <laughs> I love you, Ryan. Uh, general question. In the process of setting up a new PMAX campaign to replace existing smart campaigns, what's the time frame to shut off the smart campaigns once PMAX goes live? Once it stops spending. Yeah, you don't shut it off. You let PMAX just steal from it, right? And then it'll slowly die. Yeah, we have an SOP for that. So generally we wait for conversion lag to end. So for mm -hmm. every, uh, for each account, there will be a different conversion lag. So what happens is smart shopping are basically remarketing campaigns, right? So it's 20% new customer and 80% remarketing. But if you turn on smart shop, sorry, performance max, then all the traffic goes to performance max, but the remarketing, uh, audience that get lo uh, get lost in performance max because perform performance max just focus on new audience. So we recommend that wait till the conversion lag ends. So the remaining, uh, audience remarketing audience that so smart shopping will cover that remarketing audience once that remarketing audience exhaust, then we can pause it. Mm. So, uh, so yeah, the SOPs just wait till the conversion lag ends. Which makes sense because you don't want to lose audiences <laughs> that you've already paid for that are going to convert down the line. So a lot of that depends on your, your path to profit. Um, mm -hmm. I real quick, I want to dovetail into something that Uncork kind of brought up, which is the remarketing piece. John says that he heard from Google that performance max doesn't remarket as well as dynamic remarketing. And the new SOP is we have to use dynamic remarketing for every client. It is. Yep. Which is, uh, that's a gold nugget. If you're listening, we're setting up a bunch of different remarketing campaigns just to test how well they perform, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, coming back to Justin, sorry, we're bouncing around y'all. I'm just trying to take these as they come. Justin was the one that was asking about, uh, his original question was, how do I fix my conversion tracking for e-commerce and PMAX to only show purchase value in columns? Currently it's showing 80% conversion rates and inflating everything. So then his follow-up now is not sure which of those two options you recommended under purchases. It's tracking three metrics. Should I only use one? I have purchased dash so late. So Justin, are you a client of ours? Sorry if I don't remember you. Uh, Google shopping feed and transactions from GA. Transactions from GA is to reconcile against, but you don't want, if you have purchase, that's Google Tag Manager. Transactions is Google Analytics. So analytics should be to, used to reconcile against, but not necessarily to track against. So it would be purchase. Correct, guys? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I hope that helps, Justin. Uh, Khalid has a code. Oh, I already read that. Um, Theodore says, hi guys, I'm going to do a search lead gen campaign for my PPC agency and try to generate quality leads, um, potential clients. Can you please give us some quick tips and bid strategy? Uh, so we're going to go help you be a good competitor. Um, and I'm actually being honest. So here's, it, dude, this is stupid for me to give away, but I'm going to give it away because I am naive. And, uh, I think that it makes the world a better place. Here's what we did. And this is freaking brilliant. We took our action plan form. 
And we ask people to, because budget for us is the primary indicator of whether or not you're going to be able to be successful. If you're not giving Google enough money, then you're not going to be able to afford our fee. So if you fill out this form, the first two radio buttons will lead you to thank you page A. All the remaining radio buttons lead you to thank you page B. We don't count you as a conversion unless you hit thank you page B. And for anybody running a lead gen campaign, that's a hell of a good idea because you don't have to tell Google that somebody who converted is a lead if they're not a viable lead. So I'm going to drop that pro tip. Anybody else have anything else to share? Now they're going to... Everybody is going to land on the B. <laughs> Dude, people are doing yeah. it now. Mike told me, he goes, people are scheduling with me that tell me they have a 10 grand budget. And then I hop on and they're like, well, if you can help us grow, then we could ultimately <laughs> spend 10 grand. So I got to stop so, Like, feel free to give us like 10% if that works. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, start setting, setting your, your cast offs to us. Um... Are we using Pmax for Solate again? Did we turn that back on? Does anybody know? No, it's off now. Okay. Well, because Yvonne's adding the fields. We don't have our 15 fields. Yep. yep. Um, Summer, why do you seem so sad? Kind of sick. I don't know, man. I'm sorry. Uh, Justin says he's trying to use the data to, to decide which listing groups to pause. Yeah, I think we answered your question above, Justin. Let me know if we didn't. Um, Theodore says, I see you. Um, RT banners all the time. So should I retargeting? retargeting banners all the time? Thank you. So should I also try PMAX or display campaign? Dude, retargeting has been crazy for us. Our cost per lead was $450. When we started running retargeting heavily, it dropped down to $225. And we run, I stole this from Alric Hack. We run retargeting in all channels. So we're in like Taboola, Outbrain, AdRule, like every ancillary thing that you could possibly think of. And those channels are so cheap. And Yvonne set them up once. I don't think he still monitors I'm going to ask him. Um, so you can go run remarketing in, in all the places. And I don't, I mean, you can add qualifiers, maybe time on site, pages is visited, whatever. But I don't think it's a waste if they've already been to your site. You spend so much money trying to get people there. Steve says that you need vitamin C. <laughs> I'm asking if, on, if he watches our other remarketing campaign. Uh... Archie, do you recommend setting up Shopify store ad conversion tracking with the Google app or manual code? Manual code. Manual. It's more accurate every single time. No. So yeah, Kasim just signed the blog page in YouTube chat. So you can just follow that <laughs> blog page. It's, it's just step-by-step -step process and it's very easy to set up conversion tracking. That's the feed army link that I dropped in. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So all three of you say manual code. Nobody disagrees. Manual is always the best option. Mm. Um, Dave Ashley, what's your general feeling on URL expansion? Oh, this is going to be so much fun. Dave. This is maybe my favorite question of the day. All right. Uh, is it on in most of your accounts? Is there a better way to test it than by just turning it on for three weeks and then off if uh, it doesn't look better? I like mine's on. I leave it on. Okay. Some is for URL expansion, generally speaking. Yep. FA, Ankar? Yeah, same. On. For some clients, I'll leave it off. Yeah. What kind of client would you leave it off for? Um, if the products are completely different, like um, 
for an example, if it's a woman's clothing, like it's crop tops, jackets, blazers, skirts, like all relevant, but so far clients like selling rugs on the other hand and clothes on the second category, like uh, mm. other electronic stuff in so other uh, categories. It's messy. For those, yeah. I like to um, send them to the respect categories. Yeah. I have a feeling that long-term URL expansion is going to be one of the most powerful parts of Performance Max, especially for a content-rich authority site. If somebody has badass content that really explains, because you, you can sell a hard drive, right? But the people at the bottom of the, the funnel know what the hard drive is, but right at the top of the funnel is somebody whose computer's slow, and they don't know why. So then there's education on how easy it is to supplement your hard drive, education on what hard drives are better and why, how to shop, how long it takes, what, you know what I mean? Like you could, you could create you could build a customer factory with a content-rich authority site, but you would need final URL expansion on in order to do that. Did Omicor just quit? There he is. Sometimes. He disappears and reappears. <laughs> just make sure to exclude like unrelevant uh, pages. Yeah. Like privacy policy. Yeah. Like Dude, what a good what a good point. I never thought about like the footer pages. I sometimes I, like, I, I, I put it at a whole page and oh sorry. Sorry, I was just going to add, I said, I leave it at homepage and I never, and I actually go into like the client's uh, Shopify stores because you have access. And then I'll look at the, the pages that people end up on. And most, I've, I haven't seen any of the privacy pages or any of those show up. It's usually just the product pages always for the best sellers and then home pages. How would you know though? Because Google's not giving us placements or, or landing page data. No, but you can but you can still go to their Shopify dashboard and see where people are landing. Oh, so you're just looking at analytics, like view analytics. Yeah. I just oh, look okay. at Shopify analytics and check where people are landing. Interesting. Like, it happens a lot when you run a DNA. So Theodore, another, uh, like tip for you, go into Google and type like privacy policy or returning stuff and see those ads pop up right to those people like saying, Hey, your Google agency sucks. They're like paying money for like privacy pays and try to convert those. That's so funny. You know what sucks now is when we shoot videos, all of our clients start messaging our client manager saying, why aren't you doing this? Yeah. We out ourselves. Half the time it's like, well, you only do this way. You know, it's hard because there's so many yeah. exceptions to every rule now. Uh, Khalid says, I appreciate you guys. We appreciate you guys, man. Like our subscribers and this has been pretty cool. We, we all got this super chat. Wait, check. Say it again. Super chat. What is Super Chat? Is that when somebody gives us money? Yes. Hey, Justin tipped us $10 Canadian. That's awesome. That's probably for you, Sami. You're the only one that can spend that. I mean, send in my way or go get a coffee or something. Yeah, thanks, Justin. That's nice of you, man. Uh, Arms of Andes, how do I know when to scale my asset group? Wait, when you say asset group, I don't get the question. Arms of Andy's, like, give us a little more context. What do you mean? If he means like, if Andy means like build more asset groups, wait for your insights and then use whatever data you have in your insights to build out your asset groups as many as humanly possibly can. When asking for scaling, are you talking about giving it more budget for the performance max or creating more asset groups? I didn't get the question. I guess both. Yeah. I'm going to say when the asset group is performing, then you scale it. I'm not trying to be rude, but that's what feels like a, right? Like as you see returns, you start. That's what we typically do too. Once we start seeing returns and we find our audiences insights, I guess we start creating more asset groups and start increasing budgets mm. to balance things out. 
Yeah, because the more asset groups you have, the more budget you have to need to feed those asset groups. Yeah, that's a, a catch-22. That actually leads into Dave's question. So first he says PMAC is like magic. Nobody knows how it works. That's true. And then Dave says- Even Google. Oh, oh dude, even, no, that's funny. Google, did you all know that Google asked John how he's using PMAC? <laughs> the, the advanced Google he team- He goes into a meeting in the morning with Google's team and he asked the question, like I don't remember the question, but the Google said, yeah, John, this is exactly how it works. And afternoon he has, he had another meeting with Google's product development, another meeting with another team, and they said, no, it's not, it's not how it works, no. Even Google has no idea about No it. idea. I was on a call with John, and he was like, um, he's like, yeah, this is how I work. And John's like, uh, and then he pulls up his campaign, and like, no, it does this, this, and this, and Google's like, okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the education. Yeah. Um, Dave says, uh, you said you're doing like 100 asset groups in PMAX. If you're doing that, uh, if you're doing that month and you have a new video each month, you then update the 100 asset groups and reset learning. So the 100 asset groups, that's not every client. That's us saying like, you need to build out as many asset groups as is possible. For a small business with a small audience and small assets, it's probably not gonna hit 100. But if you can't get to 100, you should do so. And man, I can't say that we have a good SOP for updates because it's so client specific. Yeah, yeah, it's very specific. You can't even get videos like <laughs> Clients won't give us videos. Google will create videos for us. And it, let it, aside updating videos. <laughs> yeah. Have we Kassim, seen, did you yes. check that? Uh, so there is an update in asset library. We can create videos. So uh, I think it's yeah, going to shoot a video yeah. on that. So we just have to like provide them images and it will create videos. It's just like PowerPoint presentation. I was Does anybody use that? It's really cool. It's so cool. Yeah, it's really you cool. The yeah. stuff and it builds out a whole video. It's amazing. That's nuts. But what about like title description, metadata, thumbnails? Is all that in it? I guess so it so. picks all of that from our ad copy, Vmax ad copy. Wow. So headlines, descriptions, long headlines. So it picks. Do you think it tests the different headlines and descriptions to see what works best? Probably. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're all going to be out of a job. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Justin says, would setting my ATC goal as observe only fix this? No. Why not? Then we tried that. It still oh. counts it in all conversions. But so this question to sum up with Google's new column of, uh, conversions versus all conversions that should fix Justin's problem, right? Yeah. If he so has Justin those columns, he can just. Do it like he was analyzing other campaigns. If he doesn't, then he's. Usama, can you share your screen and show him what it is that you got? Because I don't have it. Yeah. Justin, just so you know, there's new columns Still coming. Uh, I, I haven't looked in a couple days. Maybe I'm just being lazy. Awesome isn't worthy. I'll look right now. So yeah, so, <laughs> which. Uh... Um, well, so I didn't have that too, but now I have it. You do have it? Yeah. Can I just open any account? I've never opened an account. I've opened one that is okay for us to show, like clients that are super friendly, like uh, Yellowbird, for instance. Everybody knows Solutions Eight. Yeah, you can open Solutions Eight. We have PMAX. Oh, I can open up Solutions Eight. True. No, but it's off right now, and we don't the have listing groups in there. The columns? Oh, we don't have listing groups. Yeah. All right. Um, is Yellowbird's in one? I think it's yeah. That should be in Gad's one. Dun, 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 dun. I just gotta wait for things to load. Until then, next question. Okay, next question. I'm going to stop looking too, sorry. Uh, Justin said that was my last question. You can keep asking questions, Justin. They're good. I appreciate you. Um, 
where was I? Khalid says he has too many bots. Uh, bot cat. Oh, so Dave says bot traffic could kill PMAX. I'm shocked at how much bot traffic Google delivers. It, you know what's crazy is ClickSeas doesn't work to help at all. Um, it actually hurts the campaigns. I'm mean, trying to bash ClickSeas. They've been super kind to us, but it just doesn't work. Um, Arms of Andes, what should we consider when we evaluate the performance of our listing groups? Can you when we're evaluating listing groups? Yeah. What should we consider when we evaluate the performance of our listing groups? So if I was to do, can I do, I want, does anyone want to take it before I just start talking? All right. If I was to go after it, I'd probably not looking at the listing group as a whole. I'd probably look at it at a product level one, and I'd get rid of the product as a whole from all the listing groups. And I'd analyze it like any other campaign that we used to analyze, check the number of clicks, check my ROAS, check my conversions, mm. that kind of data. And then I would remove it from all the listing groups. If I also look at a listing group alone, I'd probably look for like three, 400 clicks before I, before I even think of turning it off. That's the other thing with PMAX is, is you can't, I don't know how many people are stopping three feet from gold, but I think it's a lot. Yeah. I think a lot of people are just turning it off before it has the opportunity to perform. Dude, I love this next comment from John Ray. Uh, for lead generation, we have an eight-step survey and have not had any fake leads out of about 200 conversions. Wait, John, are you and I in War Room together? Are you the John I think you are? We Drop it into chat. Because uh, if so, I want to talk to you. I, I have a client referral for you. Um, for PMAX, I see assets with no videos performing better than the ones with videos in them. Not sure why. Oh, not sorry, John. Never mind. Forgive me. Um, have you all seen that? No videos perform better than videos? There is no such thing as a PMAX campaign with no videos. If you don't add videos, won't it automatically create videos no matter what? Yeah. Yes, it will. Okay. Uh, oh, Dave's asking what's bar room. It's war room. It's a mastermind that Ryan Dyson, Roland Frazier, and Richard Linder and Perry Marshall own. It's awesome. If you go join it, it's amazing. Uh, Khalid says, for PMAX, I see. Oh, no, no, we already did that. So Michael, can you force PMAX campaigns to be primarily Google shopping based? Nope. Not kind. Yeah. Well, you could, if you ran smart shopping, but July one, that's going away. Let's go. So you can Michael, but it's not going to last long. Um, got some eyes that open now. All right. Take it away. I don't know if you can see my screen. Yep. Looking at it. Uh, there we go. So if you have, before we only had these columns, all conversion costs for all conversion, all conversion rate, all that stuff, this included everything you had in basically in your conversions. Now we have the typical conversion cost per conversion, conversion rate, conversion value, the regular stuff we used to look at before. If you have this in your, I guess, PMAX campaign available, you're fine looking at the data because it'll only count the conversion action you're tracking in PMAX. If you only have these, you're still better off deleting every other convergent action besides the one you want to track. And this is for right. Justin, right? Justin, just so you know, I didn't have it for the longest time. So if you haven't, if you don't have it, know it's coming. And if you have a Google rep, ask them to update your account. Yeah. And maybe you'll get lucky and they won't be worthless. Um, cool. Uh, Tommy, we have 60 SKUs in pod. How do you go about managing that in smart shopping? 
Our top sellers are taking a lot of the spend and some products don't have any spend. For Tina, products out. First smart shop, I think. So just separate the products out uh, in, in a different smart shopping campaign and give it a budget, like a minimum budget, uh, $50 or $100. And once it starts getting clicks and conversions, you can merge them into the into our main campaign. Mm. <laughs> That's great advice. Um, Theodore says, this is awesome. Thank you. Uh, Khalid Kasim, not a technical question, but how do you manage your time with a massive team under your belt? You know, my team doesn't cost me any time at all. <laughs> to be honest with you, like I hire, look at, I mean, look at the guys I hire. These are the smartest guys in the freaking world. And when I hire, I basically start by trying to talk somebody out of the job, let them know that it's hard. And then I hire people that are autonomous. We have, we actually had an internal problem recently where everybody on our team was doing too much work, which is actually, it's a very real problem. We have way too much redundancy. So we have the specialist, we have this client manager, and we have the strategist and the specialist and the strategist were both doing the, the job, which was causing, um, what would you say guys? Tension, like overwhelm. Yeah. But it speaks to the fact that if you hire, like if you hire smart people and then you just leave them alone, that's what I think I'm really good at is just not doing anything. Um, for an example, we have an intern today. He created an SOP for the agency. Like even the interns are taking actions. Dude, for real. Yeah. Our interns are badass. by the way. I was a little nervous. I was like, I don't know who these guys, but they like came out swinging. Um, Yo. yeah. So I would just, Khalid, you don't have to manage smart people. I just get out of their way and then they take things and they run with it. I'm the dumbest human at this agency. And I know that sounds like something that somebody would say, but like if you worked here for a little bit, you'd be like, oh no, he's right. Uh, Sean, had to join just to tell you that I appreciate you guys. I was hesitant to adopt PMAX right away, but your videos helped me get over it. My clients thank you as well. That's awesome, Sean. Thanks for that, man. Appreciate you. Uh, Toy Schnip, we have transactions. All website data is our primary conversion and purchase from the website is the secondary. It seems like secondary is more accurate. Should we switch? That's interesting, fellas. Do you guys see that one? You want me to drop it in the Slack? Wait, could you repeat that? No. Yeah. Can yeah. you drop it in Slack? It's in Slack. This is a Toys like LLC. They do circumcisions. Just kidding. Transactions, all website data and purchase from the website. I, I think that isn't that the same thing. Like if you say transaction, Google Analytics, and the other one was okay. manual setup for transaction, I would understand. But the thing I'm reading it, Sounds like the two are the same. Transaction is the analytics one. Analytics data is always off. So yeah, I'd switch it. Yo, don't trust analytics. Okay. So toy snips, switch it. And sorry for my bad joke. Uh, Theodore, can you explain to us the difference between metrics, conversion value and conversion value by conversion time when reporting to clients, is it better to use conversion value or conversion value by conversion time? John's obsessed with conversion value by conversion time because it shows the conversions in real time instead of attributed to when the click happened. So I, I, there's no wholesale rule here. It depends on what it is that you're trying to get across, but conversion value by conversion time, if you're looking at a, at a window, gives you a little bit more in the way of um, a reality for that specific window. It saves you from what happens when you're, when you're not able to see what happened before or what happened after. How did I do there, guys? Would you add context to that? Good. Yeah, so... Conversion value and conversion value by conversion time. So I will just explain them the basics, how Google calculates conversion value by conversion time. So it's 
conversion va- value tracked on that day and divide by spend uh so uh that means that you are tracking real time conversion uh value or con- real time roas so uh generally if if you want to look at data so just check uh conversion value by sorry conversion value in google analytics and and check conversion value in google ads you will see a difference mm. so and and do the same thing uh check conversion value in google analytics and check google uh check conversion value by conversion time in google ads you will see uh they are close so that means that conversion value by conversion time is real time so that's why when you are reporting anything to the client just use by time columns or metrics so like conversion by conversion time conversion value by conversion time and to calculate roas actually we have a column which is uh roas by time so roas by time so you have to create a custom column for that which is conversion value by conversion time divided by cost mm, into 100 right. yeah so so you can calculate roas real time that's surprising they don't have that default inside of google ads yeah so i th- i think that's why they have custom columns Yeah, we yeah, are good point. I mean, there's so many things that they should have default. What was the column that John got added? Uh Uh customer about customer lifetime analysis. Oh no, you know what it was? It was when you add conversion value for new customer acquisition, you can see real conversion value. Oh, anyway, just value. Yeah. 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 It's like saying John was here inside of Google is pretty cool. Uh yeah. Khalid says URL expansion is allowing Google to create title and descriptions from landing page. That's what Onkar was saying. Dave says there was an article about URL expansion today. Dave, can you send that to me? We dropped that in the chat. I really want to see that. Um Toyshnip, we have a performance max for max conversions, but we want to wait 3 weeks before setting a target CPA. Will changing conversion target restart the 3 weeks to let Google learn? Yes. Any change will restart learning, right guys? Yep. yep. Uh Steve, guys, I followed Feed Army to set up my Shopify conversions and it didn't quite work. I then gave the task to a dev on Fiverr and now my conversions rock. I'm shocked at the quality of labor available on Fiverr. It's nuts. Yeah. So that's good to know, Steve. Thank you. But we are using the same code for all of our clients, so yeah. it's working for us. Yeah, I yeah. I have an exception. Like sometimes uh you know Shopify has different themes and sometimes when I, somebody creates a um a unique theme, sometimes they change variables. If those variables don't match, like let's say the a product value variable is product dash um uh, value and now it's id dash value sometimes it's changed sometimes it messes up with your theme you have to check that theme yeah great input ryan says would it make sense to build an audience segment that includes both previous visitor data and branded search terms or should those be separated separate two separate asset groups right yep yeah all in agreement yes ryan separate Dave Fogel, if you turn on the funnel URL expansion feature, headlines and descriptions may be auto-generated for search text based on the provided funnel URL. This is not available to campaigns with exclusively store goals. Not sure I like that at all. I don't think I understood what you just said, Dave. I it's think 
Really smart. Awesome. URL expansion is for DSA part of performance maths. Yeah. So yeah, I I think we use URL expansion for that. So let's say if you are running a DSA campaign and there we have dynamic ad targets. So Google has just mm-hmm. renamed that to URL expansion. So we can just exclude blogs and everything. And, and so blogs or other content can come up in, in Google search. I, with, with URL expansion, with DSA, Google's using DSA for search term targeting. With URL expansion, Google's using, Google's using URL expansion in the same way it's using GSA, but it's using it yes. for landing page targeting as well, right? So it's a little bit more complex than just mm. content crawl. Hmm. I, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually not challenging. I'm, I'm more curious because I don't know how URL expansion works. It's just, it's just exciting to me that Google would choose what page we land on. Um, uh, Justin's asking those columns will be added to my account. Yeah, I hope, I hope they should be. I don't know why I didn't have them in Usama did. Yeah. I didn't have them in the same damn, uh, client in Usama did, which is crazy. Yeah. You are dissing Google in every of your videos, and you're still wondering why they are doing this. I'm being punished. Um, Etsy just shut down $50,000 a month account three days ago. Should I be doing uh, bestsellers campaigns, 150 bestselling campaigns, sports, auto, military, sci-fi categories? That's enough. I don't know that I understand, Brett. Did somebody else say he should take all his Etsy bestsellers and put them on Google for Pmax? Is that what it is? ST just sit down. I think he's talking about his ST account, mm. <laughs> not Google Ads account. So take all of your stuff from Etsy and throw it to Google Ad, uh, Brett. And I would say use all your SKUs, right? Is there any reason to limit it unless there's margin issues? Yeah. Use all of them. But don't, right. the only thing I'll add in to that is don't expect the stuff that was selling on Etsy to sell just as well on Google. They're two very different platform and very different customer bases. So what might was selling really well on Etsy might not set up, sell at all. Yeah. That's uh, why we recommend go with all products. Yeah. Go with everything. Which product works. Unless there's fulfillment issues. If you have, if you're going to run out of something, stop, don't bring it to me. I can, because we have clients that do that. They're like, oh, go sell this. And we're like, we sold them all. We're so happy. And they're like, oh, well, we're out now and we can't have more for nine months. Yeah. Uh, that's so funny. Sean says click cease doesn't seem to work for my clients either. Hashtag shocker. Sorry. Um, Michael asked, I think we already answered this. Can you, uh, force PMAX campaigns to be primarily Google shopping based? Some of my smart shopping campaigns have worked historically better than some of my PMAX campaigns. Uh, you can't anymore. Not after Google rolls out smart shopping. Um, Justin, do you wait the full 45 days after launching PMAX before starting to turn off underperforming listing groups? Depends if something is excessively overspending and doing bad while the other ones aren't spending at all, then I'll turn that one off and get to give the other ones a chance. But if they're all evenly spending, then no, I won't, I wouldn't touch it. Hmm. Uh, questions. How can I send in questions when I'm unable to attend live? Most of the times I can't attend live. Right now, Steve, I, yeah, we're having a tough time managing all this. I'm trying to figure out, somebody asked for a, a membership for Solutions 8. So we're building a membership. Oh, let me go ask Julianne where that is. Um, updates on our membership. So that'll be a little bit more robust. 
But until then, right now, it's kind of like a show up or we're going to have a more difficult time. I'm so sorry. I hope that didn't sound dismissive. Uh, we've got five minutes, so I'm going to go rapid fire. You guys ready for rapid fire? Yeah. What are your thoughts on targeting multiple countries of sale within the same PMAX campaigns? One wow. usually takes over that idea. It's target separate. Interesting. How do we know that? Because I did it. <laughs> uh, what is a good strategy for stepping down budget? We started off a lot higher than we I think we needed. Put a DROS. Put a DROS. Oh, that's smart. Higher DROS, yeah. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions 8 at sol8.com. Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's sol8.com. S-O-L, the number 8.com.